0: Real Life Radio is sponsored by River City Community Church.
1: Grace and peace to you and welcome to Radio for Real Life with Sean Azaro, the senior pastor of River City Community Church in San Antonio, Texas. Now, this is a church that exists to help people just like you. Find the real life you were created for, and then find it to the full. That's what Jesus promised in John 10:10. And we're in a series called The Abundant Life and How to Pay for It. Financial freedom is a result of wise financial decisions. You don't need a financial degree to prosper. But you do need to make wise choices. In this message, Pastor Sean shares six wise financial behaviors that will lead to radical financial freedom. Today, it's part two of a message called Financial Freedom. It's time for Radio for Real Life.
2: Some of you have gotten into the habit of living paycheck to paycheck, and every month you go through this tension and this fear and the stress over money. When you begin to save, you start living beyond survival. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's for unexpected expenses. Well, we've talked about that, right? Unexpected expenses are one of the most expected things you can you know, plan on. Think about it. Any of us who's ever got an extra $100 or an extra $1,000 knows full well this principle. Something is going to come along to suck up that $100 or that $1,000, right? This is a principle. We all know it. So these unexpected expenses are not unexpected, savings is a way to prepare for those and to be ready so they don't send you for a loop every time they happen. A third way to look at it, and I love this idea, is an obedience fund. It's an obedience fund. When God begins to put something on your heart and nudge you and you know that's going to take a little resources, you actually have the resources to handle that. You have the wherewithal to do what God says. Yes, Lord, I can go do that because I have the means. I can help that person. I can fund that thing. Because you've planned ahead, and you've saved, and you have it. It is an obedience fund. Generosity. It's for generosity. I think all of us want to be generous, right? Very few people really want to kind of be a finalist in the stingiest person on earth competition, right? Nobody's really saying, oh, gee, that's what I want. I want to be stingy. No, we, in our hearts, there's something in us that's like our Father God that wants to be generous. We just, many of us have been convinced we, we can't afford to be generous, I just want to say savings is a way to begin to move past that. It's a generosity fund. So that when that neighbor has a need and you go, gosh, I wish somebody could do something about that, and you go, wait a minute, I can. I can go help rebuild that fence, or I can help fix that car. Or that thing at church that you go, man, the kids really need that in the kids' classrooms. And I can when I can do that. I have the ability to do that. My relative who needs somebody to go be with him, Oh wait, I can afford to go be with them. Generosity fund, because that honors the hearts of God. It honors the heart of God. And the last thing that savings will do is to keep you from debt. It actually, and this is a radical point that I think is awesome. It replaces your credit card. Your savings can become your new credit card. In fact, I have an idea. I think I'm going to make a million bucks with this idea. You can make your own credit card. You really can. You know, don't you get sick of going to apply for a credit card and they tell you how much they think you can borrow? How dare you? Do you know who I am? Don't let them tell you what your credit limit should be. Set it yourself. You want a $1,000 credit limit? Great. You want a $5,000 credit limit? Fantastic. You want a 10000 dollars whatever? Save it up. And you got it. See, that's how it works, how you set up your own credit card. You decide on a limit that you want. Say 5000, you save it up front. You're paying for it anyway with interest. Just do it on the front end. It's called savings. Save it up and then use it. And by the way, if by any chance you don't pay it back in a timely fashion, charge yourself some nasty interest. <laughs> Seriously. Those guys are charging close to 20% out there. Gouge yourself. It hurts, but then on the other side, you're like, hey, wait a minute. That wasn't as bad as before. Savings it replaces the credit card. It becomes a powerful, powerful tool. Uh, financial advisors, Dave Ramsey and others, recommend that before you start doing other kinds of investing, uh, you should have six months living expenses saved. In case of lost of job or things like that that's, just, that, that's not in the Bible, that's a target. Something to think about. Savings allows you, 10, 10 80 allows you to invest for retirement. Invest for that time when you go, hey, I don't want to have to, I, I, at some age, I'm not going to be able to work the way I was when I was younger. I don't want to have to do that. It's an investment. Proverbs 13, says this, and savings is a key. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. Someone asked me about that phrase, a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. What does that mean? Uh, the wealth of the ungodly and unrighteous use of wealth causes it to kind of just ultimately leave the hands of those involved and the scripture says god has a way of drawing that to those who are righteous in their use of resources god wants to put resources in the hands of people who can handle it through wise stewardship and who will be generous with it and who will use it well save second financial freedom always requires financial wisdom now When you start talking about 10, 10, 80, you're like, well, how do I live on the 80%? Well, this next point will tell you. It's have a financial plan called a budget. Oh, Pastor Sean, that's wrong. You shouldn't bring that up in church. That doesn't make Jesus happy. Plan, clearly unspiritual. Budget, definitely unspiritual. Why are you talking about this? I want to say those things are not unspiritual. Okay? Look what the scripture says, Proverbs 21, 5. The plans of the diligent Lead to profit as surely as haste or carelessness leads to poverty. There is nothing godly about being careless with the resources He gives. In fact, our understanding that God does provide it all and it's all His should cause us to be a little more intentional, a little more wise in the handling of our resources. Proverbs 27, 23, and 24 says, be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds, for riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. So you should be watching your flocks and herds. And in our vernacular, that's your resources. That's how it works. And the idea, I believe, is that we can thrive on the 80%. And some of you are just like, there is no way that I can do that. Well, it's this idea of a budget. Let me tell you about the 80%. Because some of you are like, I can't make it on 100%. How in the world do you expect me to do it off of 80%? You currently make more money than you take home, right? We all know that. Okay. When you were hired, you were given a salary figure and then you quickly realized, I'm not getting all that. And you made adjustments. You adjusted to live within that, that idea. It's just the way it works. You do it every Every paycheck. Well, I want to suggest you can do that with this idea. Any of us who've experienced getting like a big pay increase, it's awesome, isn't it? It's just like the greatest thing in the world. And for a couple months, you've got extra money and it's incredible. And then, of course, you make adjustments and your lifestyle changes to accommodate. And then you realize, oh, I'm spending everything I have and I wish I made more. Because that's how it works. Any of us who've ever had a pay decrease, have experienced the same thing. It's really hard for the first few months, but you adjust, you get used to it, and then it's just what I make, and I'm okay. Well, this is the same idea, and this is how a budget works. Now, I use Dave Ramsey's figures on the context of the budget, okay, budget guidelines. There's other sites, there's other great people who do that. I just use his to give us a start. Remember, as we're looking at these numbers, because some of you are going to look at these numbers and go, that's impossible, I can't. These numbers are not in the Bible, okay? It's a target, But I want you to also notice and watch very carefully. These numbers add up to 100%. And that's a reality we all got to live with. Okay? That's the reality we all have to live with. Okay, so in his deal, charity. Dave Ramsey, if you've ever heard him live, he's a believer. comes from a believer's background. So for him, he's talking about the tithe with this 10%. But he talks to a lot of people who aren't. So he uses this phrase, charity. Savings, 10%. Housing, 25% recommended. Utilities, 5% recommended. Transportation, 10% recommended. Medical, 7% recommended. And remaining is 33%. And that's things like groceries, clothing, entertainment, eating out, stuff like that. All the rest of the little stuff that's in our budget. That's his recommendation. Now, right away, this medical, several years ago, he was at 7%. We recognize our, our medical costs for insurance have gone up significantly in the last number of years. So that number may have to be adjusted somewhere. Just remember it still has to add up to 100%, because that's reality, okay? So if you were making, if your household income was $4,000 a month, okay, here's what those numbers look like. 400 for giving, 10% for, uh, 400 for savings, $1,000 for housing, utilities 5%, Transportation, ten percent, four hundred, medical, seven percent. And the remaining thirty-three percent, that's what it is. And and you might go, well, but I'm actually spent a little less than this on my housing. Great, you can put a little bit more towards utilities or towards you know, your medical. You can adjust it. If your income, household income were eight thousand dollars a month, here's what it would look like: ten percent, eight hundred, another ten percent, two thousand dollars for your house. Utilities five percent four hundred dollars. Transportation eight hundred dollars. Medical uh, fi- five hundred sixty at seven percent, and your remaining thirty three percent is twenty six forty. And you might be sitting going, well, my housing doesn't cost that much, or maybe it costs a little bit more. Well, then you have to come down here to transportation. You have to adjust. And I'm just telling you, you can make those adjustments. The numbers, these are targets. This is a that's what a budget is. It's a target. And then you have to work that out in the context of your own situation. It's not in the Bible. Move it around as you need. But once you begin to do this, you do the 10, 10, 80, you begin to trust God and say, Lord, I need you to work. And that's where that principle of the time, open the windows, have to rebuke the devourer, push back the devourer on your behalf. That's where those principles begin to come in. That's where principles of wise financial stewardship begin to take place.
1: And let's stop down and take a quick minute to remind you you're listening to Radio for Real Life with Sean Azaro, the senior pastor of River City Community Church, in a message called Financial Wisdom, which is available right now on the sermons page at reallife.org. Just look for the series called Abundant Life, where there you can even watch a video podcast of this message and series. And if you're looking for a new church home, here's your invitation from Pastor Sean.
2: Do you ever look at your life and feel like you were made for something more? God created you for something very special. Come find out more at River City
1: Community Church. And now the conclusion to the message, Financial Wisdom. This is Radio for Real Life.
2: Some of you are sitting here going, there is no way. I cannot live on that. Um, I, I just want to say to you, um, my, my wife and I went through an exercise here recently to kind of have a reality check on this. And I want to say to you, uh, you might be blowing more than you think. See, one of the big issues is finding out what you spend on a, on a monthly basis um, one way they recommend you do that is take a notebook and write down every expense. That's never worked for me, okay? So in getting ready for this series, we kind of considered a concept. And the way it happened was kind of funny. I was, I was considering this idea of a financial fast, a financial fast. And I'm literally outside of our bedroom in the kind of living area, and Lori's in the bedroom reading. Not really. I, I don't know that she's really paying attention to what I'm saying. Talking about. I'm kind of talking out loud about okay, a financial fast. What would that look like? And I'm taking those and out of the bedroom right here, I go, financial fast, what would that look like? And she just goes, stop spending. (laughs) That's our marriage in a nutshell, right there. Just mm. it's stop spending. That's the core of a financial fast. So we set out to do a financial fast. You can do it for a pay period, you can do it for a month, whatever. We set on to a financial fast. And what that meant is only Purchasing necessities. No eating out unless absolutely necessary. If you have to have a business lunch or something, be frugal and drink water. Eat for sustenance and nutrition. You think I'm kidding. You know you can live off of water, you you, you know, food and water. It's really, it's possible. Eat for sustenance and nutrition, not entertainment. And I hated that part because I love eating for entertainment. It's entertaining. We had no entertainment that costs extra money okay nothing that costs extra money so for example we have an amazon prime membership which you can view stream movies right but you could also buy movies we couldn't buy any we got the amazon prime that's paid for so that's fine but we couldn't we couldn't buy anything so nothing off a of cable nothing else like that you have to pay for zero out no entertainment that costs extra money at all no movies none of that no purchases other than necessities Okay, And I had to deal with the fact I don't need more clothes, shoes, toys, tech, books, apps, music, etc. I want all those things, don't get me wrong, but I don't need them. Put a pause on the luxuries. Housekeeper, lawn service, paid car wash. I would say oil change, keep doing that if you're not a mechanic because that's just smart, okay? Brace yourself on this one. This one, (laughs) This is one where my wife, who is disciplined and she is frugal, and she drew the line. She said, no way. Do you know that the water that comes out of your faucet is drinkable? It's true. I found that I did not know that. Wow. You can drink that stuff. Thought it was like third I thought it was just for toilets or something. I I didn't know. You can drink the water out of the faucet. And that's where Lori said, No, some water's just nasty. No. But we didn't buy the little bottles, we buy the big jugs, which are really cheap. So But we just had to say and, and let me just tell you something. Uh, we saved more in the month of January than we had saved in any month of our married life. We really did, just able to say, and, and we're not big spenders. You need to understand, we don't have big expensive hobbies. We do not throw money around. We're pretty careful. But I will tell you, you just don't realize. When you say, no, that was the way for me to kind of have to deal with it. No, nope. financial fast, and we, we try. And I'm just telling you, it's absolutely doable. Uh, I will say couples have to do this together. Okay, you have to do this together. If one's trying to do this and the other's not, it's gonna be a drag and it's just gonna be a source of conflict. Great tool that we came across. A friend actually recommended it. it. Turns out it is a Dave Ramsey tool. We didn't even know that at first, is this app called Every Dollar. Very cool app. Okay, you get it, put it on your phones. You can do the free version, which will just help you manage your budget and look at it. If you pay a small fee, it'll link to your bank account. And so every expense you make automatically is brought in. You can categorize it. It shows you what your budget categories are and how much you budgeted. It shows you how much you have spent this month already. And it shows you how much you have remaining, which is very helpful. Very helpful. Cool little app, simple to use. Um, Very cool. We used to do the envelope system where you would put money in an envelope and when that money's gone, it's done. That's how we did the budget thing before. Um, So we, we continue to do that. I actually, when we got this Every Dollar app, reduced that because it's cool to have it run through the bank account instead of just be cash so you can really see where all those expenses are going. And see, the whole thing about a budget, folks, is it's a reality check, and it tells you where you you live. And I want to tell you, once you do this process, once you know what you're facing, you can answer the hard questions. Do we need to cut some luxury expenses? Is that what we need to do to live within our means and to be free? Do we need to sell the house? And you're like, are you kidding me? Sell the house? Yes. Seriously, what good is a house that you don't even get to be in and enjoy because you've got to work three jobs and you're stri- killing yourself to maintain it? Do you realize the housing market's really what good right now? If your house is too expensive and you go, I can't do this and live, within, live in this house, then get a different house. I can't tell you how many people are just, they're, they're killing themselves because, well, I've I got to live in the house, right? No. You can, you can live in a different house. Save some money. You can drive a cheaper car. You can pick up a second job. You can do what you need to do. What a budget and this process does is it tells you what you need to do, and you go, okay, now I know what we're dealing with. So many people avoid this month after month, and it just gets worse, and it's too hard to consider dealing with it, and so they live in this perpetual bondage. God wants to set you free. And wise financial principles are part of that? Financial freedom always requires financial wisdom. Okay, number five, real quickly, get out of debt. I don't need to take a lot of time with this one. We talked about it in one of the earlier teachings, but it does need to be mentioned. Get out of debt. Romans 13, 8 says this. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another for he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. We know the scripture says the borrower's servant to the lender. Debt is a prison to so many people. So many people. When you're in debt, you might have been looking at that budget that we looked at and said, well, there's no, our debt, that's a big category. Let me just tell you what Ramsey and others recommend. Um, Don't do the savings until you're out of debt. Get yourself an emergency fund, and then... Save up that emergency fund as quickly as you can. Put it together. That's No credit cards. That's your credit card. That's your emergency fund. And then take every extra dime you have and put it into this debt snowball idea where you pay one debt, then the next, then the next. It's all you, total money makeover is Ramsey's book. I recommend it highly. Okay? Uh, if you c- can't do financial peace, which is a group going through that together, which is very cool. We've just started a financial peace class. I think you might still be able to get in. Okay? Mark, can they still get in? Yeah, Mark. What's he going to say? He's right here in this room. <laughs> Sorry. Put you out of the... No, they can't. They can just burn in their debt. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Mark will get you in, okay? So if you want to get in financial peace, go ahead and get in the financial peace. If you can't do that, Total Money Makeover, that's what we did. We read the book. It really made a huge difference because it shows you exactly how to do it. There's software available from Ramsey. His stuff, people have done Excel spreadsheets. So you can, you can get the resources to help you all over the place. I'm just saying just don't keep getting beat up by debt. Decide now, I'm going to be free. Financial peace is cool cuz you go through it with other people, that's it, it's a little easier. You know, doing hard things is a little easier when you do it with a group of people. And we've seen classes of financial peace reduce huge amounts of debt. Get out of debt, be free. Financial freedom always requires financial wisdom and getting out of debt is a huge piece of that last point i'll wrap with this actively surrender all your plans to the lord's leadership actively surrender all your plans to the lord's leadership some of you are going well isn't that the first point stated again yes and no understanding putting god first is a foundational kind of worldview piece this is a okay every month Every week, every day, I'm going to actively surrender my plans to the Lord's leadership. I'm going to say, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? How do you want me to approach this? What do you want our budget to look like? You know, Look what Proverbs 16.3 says. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. So, Lord, I need you. I want to follow your leadership. How do you want me to handle this? Great passage of Scripture in the book of James. James chapter 4, beginning at verse 13, says, Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we'll go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why? You don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. I hate that verse. It's kind of humbling, but true in the big eternal scheme. He says, instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. That's a powerful idea. How surrendered to say, I'm not even going to say, I'm going to go do this or that. I'm going to say, well, if the Lord wills, because I'm his, I'm following his leadership. And that's, by the way, one of the big bummers about debt, because I've never found a credit agreement that will let me sign the contract subject to if the Lord wills. I'll pay this back if the Lord wills. Yeah, no, I've tried to get it in on every kind. they, They always catch it. So we don't want to be presumptuous, but I don't want to be presumptuous on other expenses. I don't want to be presumptuous on job decisions. I am a follower of Jesus Christ, and one of the greatest things that I, I think I've, I've worked hard to do well, our family's worked hard to do well, and when we've done it well, won't say we always have, when we've done it well, we have experienced the blessing of the Lord, is this idea of actively, where, where am I? I'm looking for the point. Look at this. Okay, actively surrender all your plans to the Lord's leadership, and that really is—that's one of those things that you have to—you have to do on a regular, ongoing basis. Say, God, where are you leading? God, what is your desire? This is one thing I want to say, and uh, you know, I've seen particularly, and because they're probably more numerous in our circles, I've seen Dave Ramseyites, I've seen the financial plan become an idol. And let me warn you against that. Okay, God is God. The financial plan is a plan to freedom so that I can be free to serve him and live the abundant life he created me for. Do not make your financial plan an idol. Do not make building your net worth, your legacy, or whatever language you want to use, do not make it an idol. God is God. Submit your plans actively to him. His plan is to bless you. I'll leave you with this scripture. I love this passage of scripture. Ecclesiastes 5, 19-20. Moreover, when God gives any man wealth and possessions and enables him to enjoy them, to accept his lot and be happy in his work, this is a gift of God. He seldom reflects on the days of his life because God keeps him occupied with gladness of heart. That's my prayer for every one of us when it comes to our resources, that we be free, that every day we have fellowship with Father at work, through our resources and that our resources are a blessing and a tool to be used to follow and serve him rather than a hindrance a a stressor a ball and chain that keep us from being able to fulfill god's very best for our life financial freedom always requires financial wisdom i challenge you walk in the wisdom of the lord when it comes to finances you will not go wrong let's pray lord thank you for your word and for your presence i pray that you would lead us Let our finances be something that we surrender daily to this walk of discipleship. And may we be reflective of your heart, and who you are, in every decision we make financially. Thank you, Lord. We trust you, and we want to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Thank you, Pastor Sean Azaro. You've been listening to Radio for Real Life. And if you'd like to hear this full message called Financial Wisdom or this whole series on the abundant life,
2: Do you ever look at your life and feel like you were made for something more? Jesus made a simple statement. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came to give you abundant life, real life. River City is located a mile and a half outside of Loop 1604 on Lookout Road across from Otama Park. Service times are Saturday at 5 p.m. and Sunday at 9.30 and 11.15 a.m. River City is a church for real life, so our home on the web is reallife.org. To find out more, visit us online at reallife.org. God created you for something very special. Come find out more at River City Community Church. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of
0: the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.